coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. It was like all of my dependency was in them loving me. I didn't have really no love for myself because I didn't know how to love myself. And all my dependency was just resting in them treating me right. My expectations were just on them doing me right. It was all about them making me feel good about me. And that just can't work like that. That's not loving hard. That's codependency. We cannot go into any relationship or situation thinking that I love hard. I'm just going to love them hard. It is not an honor to love hard. It is not an honor to not have boundaries and to let whoever you're with do whatever they want because you love them. It is not an honor to love someone for who they are if who they are is treating you like shit. It's not an honor to love them through their shit. It's not an honor to just stay there and be put through any and everything because you love them so much. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey girlfriends, it's your girl Kendall D back with the Hey Girlfriend podcast. I am your host, Mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. So today's episode, y'all, I kind of just want to, I don't know, quote unquote, shoot the breeze, I guess is what you call it. I have a topic in mind. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. So I can't say, as you can tell by the thumbnail, this is about, because these are just some thoughts that came to me earlier today, just randomly, while I was getting ready to go out with my husband. And I was just thinking to myself, like, before I get into that, what I was thinking about and what this is going to be about, y'all, I just want to say, check out my hair, okay? Because this is my hair. (laughs) I love it. Excuse me. It's like really grown. See how long it is? It's right down there. And I flat ironed it. I haven't flat ironed it in like, I don't know, five, six years. I've just been letting it grow and I keep, you know, I keep my wigs on. If you recall, if I can find a picture, I'll pop it up here right now. This looks like how my short wig looks. It looks, my hair, it's actually longer than that wig. My hair goes, it's almost bra strap length. And I flat ironed it last night and I'm just so in love with it. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty with my hair. Because this is just, this is the hair that I'm going to do before my birthday look. I got some looks planned. I'm taking some pictures. I'm going out with my friends. I got, I, I just can't wait. I'm so excited. I may even vlog it. Somebody, a few of you requested that I continue vlogging. Like, where the vlog is at? Nobody was watching them. I was doing all that editing, taking up all that space. 
all the space in my eye movie, all that extra time just to get like a hundred likes. And sure, it's not about a like about the likes, but I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time <laughs> if it's not gonna be leading to anything. I did enjoy it, so maybe I get back to it because I did enjoy it. So maybe I'll do a few here and there for like big things, but I really don't be doing much. Who wants to see me go to the movies every other weekend with my husband or go out to eat or go out with my friends? It's the same thing. So until I can get, you know, do some real exciting things like my birthday, I may do one and stuff like that. But this is my hair. I flat around it. I'm going to put something on my personal Instagram, which is right here. That girl, Kendall D. And I'm going to put some up there. It may be up there by the time you see this. About me doing my hair and what I did and all that. I like my hair fluffy. It was really straighter than this at first. But I like my hair really fluffy. So I put some dry shampoo to fluff it out. But anyway. This podcast ain't about my hair. My hair. Let me make sure my mic on. I don't know if it was random. I just like make sure. Okay. But anyway. Enough about my hair. I just had to get into it. Because I'm like yes y'all look at it. It's 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 doing a damn thing. Oh it's so full of Okay. But, so yeah, so I got off topic, but as I was getting ready, because I was doing my hair, and I was getting ready, I was thinking to myself, like, um, if I'm being really real with myself, this is what I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if I were the guys that rejected me back in the day, I would have done the same thing if I were them, because I'm thinking of who I was at that time. I have grown and I have changed so much. Yes, it hurts to be rejected. Don't get me wrong. Yes, the shit sucks. But if we're being really real, during that point in time in my life, I probably should have been rejected because I was really ready to do some nonsense ass shit and be in another toxic relationship probably doing some dumb shit because I hadn't learned my lesson yet. I want to even go on to say that my ex is not saying they were right for how they did me, but I'm choosing my words very carefully here because we've all been through some shit and dare I not sit here and try to make it seem like we deserve what we went through because no, I didn't deserve it. But what I guess I'm trying to say is, and no, you didn't deserve it. But what I guess I'm trying to say is, with me being at this point in my life and the growth that I've that I've done over the years, this has been, since my last, I've been in, okay, I put it this way, I've been in a healthy relationship for about seven years this year, maybe going on eight, seven. So it's been a long time since I've been dating, a very long time. So how I look at it is like, I've grown so much, I can now look back on my past stuff and see the mistakes I made and see the kind of woman I was and see how me being the woman that I was at those times granted me the type of relationship that I were in. And yeah, so I guess what I'm trying to say is if right now where you're at in your life, I know you maybe if you're going through like a heartbreak, disappointment, you're not going to be able to see what I'm talking about. So just hear me out. And also just know that there's going to be a lot of growth. You're not going to be forever stuck in this in that situation to where you're stuck on a guy. To where you're um, having a hard time dealing with the breakup. To where you're um, 
feeling all these feels, you're not going to be stuck there forever. It's going to be a point in your life where you're going to look back and be like, what? That was me? I can't believe I was that crazy over here. You're going to just look back and be like, wow. And I know you may be thinking like, okay, now when is that time coming? It's coming. It's just gotta, you just got to grow through the shit. But I guess like my main thing is like, y'all, we cannot go into any relationship or situation thinking that I love hard. I'm just going to love them hard. It is not an honor to love hard. It is not an honor to not have boundaries and to let whoever you're with do whatever they want because you love them. It is not an honor to love someone for who they are if who they are is treating you like shit. It's not an honor to love them through their shit. It's not an honor to just stay there and be put through any and everything because you love them so much. You know, we'll sometimes say like, I put it with a lot of shit off of them because I just love them so much. That's not an honor. And we got to stop trying to make it seem like our love is just like the top tier point of where it's like we our love is different and better than anyone else's our love for them is better than the love they have for themselves our love can love do everything our love should can tolerate and put up with anything we gotta stop doing it and the reason why i say like for instance that one guy that rejected me this was a guy that i dated momentarily right after like my toxic relationships when I was trying to do better at dating I learned not to at least date the toxic guys and so this was around that time and the first guy I well who was the first guy I started dating let me take that back well it was a guy I started dating right around that time when I was trying to do better and I knew he didn't really want a relationship I can kind of feel it I can tell I can tell it was gonna it was gonna lead to nowhere but silly old me was trying anyway and I had in the back of my head that if he give me the chance, I can just show him. I can just love him hard and just show him. But him being the man that he was, he wasn't a type to take advantage of a woman that wanted a relationship knowing he didn't. He wasn't a type to do that. And at the time, I didn't understand why he rejected me. But looking back now, I'm like, if I were him, I would have rejected me too. I would have rejected someone like me as well. Because... I could tell I okay I was being codependent I really wanted a relationship not re and I didn't care about how he felt about that it's like I want I was trying to like kind of push it along if you get what I'm saying I was the one trying to kind of make that go or try to lead it that way like like not by saying it but by just doing little things like i remember right before he broke things off of me we talked for a month and i mean right before that i had invited him over i, I cringe at this i cringe cringe i had only went on one date with this man y'all one date right <laughs> but why tell me why my ass it was telling him about a birthday party I was having for my mom my mom y'all in my house and I like you're more than welcome to come I wouldn't mind you coming this through what the fuck Kendall <laughs> I can laugh at myself now but 
Baby, I would have rejected my ass too. No, it's it's only been a month and one day. What the fuck was I doing? When I look back on it, I'm like, <laughs> I can't do them just make the hand movements. Cause I'm like, I want a relationship that bad. And when you want a relationship that bad and you're going out into the dating world with that urgency, it runs good men off. It's just going to run them off. They're not going to take advantage of you and put you into this whirlwind of a relationship to where you got to prove yourself to where you got to jump through hoops and love hard. They don't want you to love hard. They want it to basically be two people deciding to be together because it just flows together. Nothing forced. Everything organic. I didn't know what that was. I wanted to force what I wanted on him. And yeah. I did that a lot. I even did that in my past relationships with my exes. Not saying I deserve what he did to me, but one of them in particular, one of my toxic exes, if you read my books, Toxic Ex Chronicles, not John, but Sebastian, his book is coming out this year. Yes, this year. I'm working on it to get this out this year. I'm tired of putting it off. But anyway. <sighs> I knew he didn't really want anything serious, but I was kind of forcing it because every now and then he would act like he did or he would say he did. But deep down, I knew he didn't. And I was just like forcing it and just instead of letting it go and being like, just let this shit go. You don't have to love hard. That's the thing we got to get out of our heads, y'all. You should not be in a relationship to where you feel like you're loving someone so hard. That's not really you loving hard. That's you being codependent. We're just going to call it what it is because it's like you're so codependent on that person loving you back as hard as you're loving them because you want the relationship to work so bad. You're codependent because you need to feel good about yourself by getting them to change their mind about being with you, by getting them to change this period. And so if you can get someone to change from you loving them so hard then it's like a self-esteem boost. Like, okay, my love is good. It's working. And that's what a lot of us do. And then we're heartbroken in the end when it didn't work out and when they never changed and when they didn't love us back because it was one-sided the whole time. It was only us trying so hard because we had to make that work. But y'all, it's not loving hard. It's really, it's really called dependency. I'm just going to call it what it is. And we got to stop that. And once you get to a point and your healing journey from your breakups that were like that. Once you get to a point like I am now, you're going to look back like I did today. And I was looking back like the woman I am now, I probably wouldn't even want to be with me <laughs> back then. I'm like, I know I wouldn't have. I would be turned off. I would be annoyed. I'd be like, look, can we just take this slowly? Or look, I don't really want a relationship. What are you doing? You're forcing me into a relationship. You're for you know, I wouldn't even want to talk to me. I wouldn't even want to be with me. I would reject me. The me I am now, I would reject me from the me back then. I know I would. Because I was doing the damn most. And it was like all of my dependency was in them loving me. I have really no love for myself because I didn't know how to love myself. And all my dependency was just resting in them treating me right. My expectations were just on them doing me right. It was all about them making me feel good about me. And that just can't work like that. That's not loving hard.
that's codependency. And so, I guess what I want to say is, first of all, I want to say, I understand that. I'm going to explain to you a little bit about why you may have found yourself doing that and why you may still be doing that. Now, this may this is true for maybe 90% of us. It may be a little different for some. But for 90%, maybe even 95% of us, we love this way because it was taught to us in our childhood. And what we're doing now in our adulthood is that we're basically trying to redo our childhood dynamic with the parent that made us feel that way. It's like since we couldn't win, quote unquote, win back then with getting our parents to love us by us loving us hard. Since we couldn't get that to work and since we were so used to doing it that way in our adult lives, we're going to do what we did then now because it's like we're trying to to win at it. We're trying to do a do over. We're trying to you know get we're trying to still fill that void from our childhood through people because we couldn't fill it with our parents then so okay we still have this void what do we do with it i don't know how to heal it because i i'm not at that point and so what you do is you go out and you find people that you can be codependent in to help fill that void and that's when you start the loving hard that's when you start to try to pour to someone love them through their shit that's when you start wanting to be with emotionally unavailable people because you feel like that that's my chance to prove myself and because you had a probably an emotionally distant or unavailable parent then and it doesn't have to have been the worst of parents like that abused you it can be someone that was there for you cared for you um clothed you got you whatever you wanted but maybe they were distant Maybe they didn't let you come to them about the, your emotions. Maybe you couldn't talk to them. Maybe you felt like you were alone. It can be something as simple as that. So essentially, it probably is all of us that love that way, that love hard like that, quote unquote, love hard. It probably all started there some kind of way. Even if you had a decent upbringing, you really need that emotional connection. You really need that, you really need that component of it. And so what you're doing is since that's all you know, you're going out as an adult and you're loving that way because you're trying to win at it. You're trying to get it back. You're trying to prove to yourself that I can love someone into loving me. I can love hard. My love is good. I don't know what my mom or my dad was on. They didn't like my love. I wasn't enough for them, but I can prove myself to this person. Oh, they're emotionally unavailable. Oh, they're emotionally distant. Not when I get through with them. Not when I start loving on them. Not my love. Watch me prove how good my love is. And so you see how it's you really trying to prove you to yourself. And we got to break out of that. And really though, we're not going to break out of that until we go through it. Until we realize that's not how it works. That's not how we should be doing it. And that's the part about it. I'm just going to be really real about it. I'm telling you this because maybe I can save someone that's maybe in the process of doing this. Or maybe have done it and don't know how to stop, don't know what's going on. So I'm saying this for anyone listening because I didn't have anyone to tell me this because I didn't understand it back then, but I understand it now. And so I'm like, once you actually go through it, you kind of start to realize that what was going on. I didn't realize right away, but I knew that I didn't want to be in a position again to make someone try to love me. I knew that hurt me and I knew I couldn't do that again. I just didn't understand 
that someone could really love me on their own. I don't have to jump through hoops. I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to prove my loyalty. I don't have to, you know, bend my boundaries. I don't have to down, drown myself and dilute myself, I mean. I don't have to, you know, I can fully show up as my full authentic self and someone can love that about me. I had a hard time wrapping my head around it. Like, for a long time. And I guess what helped me to wrap my head around it is... I almost want to say loving myself, but... That kind of helped, but being in a healthy relationship. And to get to that point... Because relationships are healing. You know I talk about that. Relationships are healing. There's nothing wrong with growing and healing in a relationship. You're going to do that. If it's right, you should be growing. But... I did it a little on my own by basically, you know, getting to my life, catering to my life, catering to what I want, catering to what was pointed to me, deciding what I want, who I want to be. I did that on my own, but getting to a relationship kind of put the button on that, like kind of put the ending to that healing on that. And so I will live, that's why it's so important. That you take your time when getting to a relationship because that relationship is going to affect you in a numerous ways. And it should affect your growth for good. Because I feel like every relationship you're going to grow from, even the ones that don't last, even the disappointments, is something there that you can grow from. Getting in a healthy relationship, it's going to help you grow if you allow it. Because the thing is, even when you get in a healthy relationship, you're probably going to be triggered a lot at first because it's something new. It's like almost like it's something different than what you're normally used to, but it's good for you. But your nervous system may not be fully ready for that. But if you're with someone you can trust and you're with someone that's in a healthy relationship, you can heal within that. And so for me, I feel like that's what kind of like pushed my healing to the next level. I healed a lot on my own. And the healing that I did on my own was basically me understanding that I don't have to make anyone love me. Being confident enough to understand that if I'm rejected, it's okay. I got to that point to where I'm like, I'm okay with being rejected because I know that I'm going to do some rejecting. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like me getting to that point to understanding it's not an ego thing. Understanding it's not, I'm not worthy thing. It's none of those things. It's just that. It's not compatible and I'd rather be rejected than to be with someone to where I feel like it's going to be another dead in relationship, another relationship where I'm just jumping through hoops. Like I almost found myself in that shit. But what that guy I was talking about earlier in the show. But when I realized when he rejected me and like maybe a week after being disappointed and upset about it, I really thought like I'm glad he did that because I'm like I was ready to do some dumb shit to try to make this guy want me, choose me, like me. Inviting him to my house for my mom's birthday party. Come on now. With family there. And we only gone on one day. <laughs> I was doing it again. And instead of him just, you know, taking advantage of that, he just dipped out. He said, I can't give you what you're looking for. I, he knew that. And so I respect that. 
I respect rejection. I respected that being real with me. It didn't have to mean that I was a bad person. I feel like he liked me as a person. We talked all the time. But that doesn't mean that he's going to run a relationship with me. That's something else I had to get used to understanding. Like just because somebody likes you, somebody sweet talks you, somebody is nice to you, somebody does even nice things for you. It does not mean that they want a relationship or a commitment because a commitment takes a level of readiness that not everyone has. It's not just something you just jump into, whether you like someone or not. So once I started kind of understanding more of that and how stuff worked and took my ego out of it, took my wounded self out of it, took my childhood wounds out of it and just realized and looked at it as what it really is. That's when a lot of my healing started to happen and I realized it's not this, it's really that. And I'm going to do some rejecting as well. Once you really build up your confidence to date, you're going to be like, I'm not going to like everyone either. So I can't expect everyone to like me. It is what it is. But yeah, we got to stop with the loving heart and stop priding ourselves on it like it's such a badge of honor. That's really what I wanted to jump on here and talk about because that's what I did in the past. I can say now, I haven't loved hard since I've been with my husband. I don't have to, I've never had to love him hard. I feel like when we love hard, what you're really doing is take, making, you're filling the space up with the love they're not giving you with your love because it's one side. So it's not that you're loving hard. It's basically, I realized that. I was never really loving so hard and you may consider loving hard to mean something else some people do but majority of us when we said it majority of the women that are my girlfriends and which are my followers on my page and followers here subscribers and listeners I call them my girlfriends majority of us when we say love hard we're meaning it in the sense that we want love so bad. We we have this feeling and need to be loved so bad. And there's nothing wrong with wanting love and to be loved and to love. There's nothing wrong with that. But for some of us, it's like a dire need and urgency that we will do whatever it takes to have it and to get it. And that's when the loving heart steps in. Usually when we say we're loving hard, it's because we're loving someone that is not loving us. We're loving someone that is emotionally unavailable. We're loving someone in a one-sided relationship. We're loving someone like because we're, we're trying to fill in the gap right there. We're trying to love, and, love them into loving us. We're trying to love them into changing for us. So we're tolerating so much. And with us tolerating so much... It makes us tell ourselves, I just love so hard. Or when we're even slightly obsessed with someone. Obsessed meaning not like we're stalking them. Obsessed in the sense of that we're really wanting to crowd their time. They can't have any time away from us. We're really wanting them to always be around us because we have abandonment issues and abandonment wounds. We're anxiously attached even though they, it can be someone that is actually good for us, emotionally available and all of that. It, it can be either or. 
emotionally unavailable or they're emotionally available, but we just still have this urgency and need to get them to do everything for us and be around us all the time. Because we we want to say that, oh, it's because I love so hard. And I just want to be around them all the time. But that's not loving hard. That's really your wound speaking. That's you really trying to use love. It's almost like a tool. Almost like a tool in the sense that you're using it to help you feel better about yourself. You're using it to make someone change for you. And that kind of goes into the ego love. I talked about it, if you go back and look at my Kindle Says on my YouTube channel only, under Kindle Says, where it's Lauren London, and she's talking about ego love and um, authentic or pure love. And I talk about it, I explain it there, because she explained it well, but I talk about what she was saying, and I explained it, break it down even more, because I don't feel like she broke it down as much as she could on the show, because it was a podcast about a lot of various things. But... What I'm getting at is that it gets to a point to where you are coming. You're not really authentically loving someone. You're loving them out of ego. You're loving them because you need them to do something for you. And so in exchange for that, you're loving hard or pouring all your love into them because you need them to change for you. You need them to be somewhere different than who they are. You need them to always be around. You not have time for themselves. You need them to not have boundaries so that you can have easy access to them. You need them to just basically be at your service. And so now you are just loving them hard because you're trying to make it transactional. You're trying to make the love... And the connection transactional because you're only thinking about what you need. And sometimes we think about only what we need. We get in that sense of thinking about just what we need. Because we have some unhealed voids, wounds, things going on with us that we probably haven't addressed. or probably don't even know how to address. Probably don't even know it exists. But if you found yourself in a relationship like that to where you could not purely love someone for who they are. And instead, you felt like you had to adjust by overcompensating for the love they're not giving. Then that's you being an ego love. Because you like, I need them to be who I need them to be so that I can, you know, get what I want. And, yeah. That loving heart is really just straight up ego love. And when I really, really think about the woman that I was then... Because like I said, I've really been that girl. When I think about the woman I was then, like I said, I really, really know now that I understand why I went through what I went through. I understand why I went through those toxic relationships. And I forgive myself. And I understand now why I was rejected even when I started trying to date better guys. It's like it all came to me. Like it's I've been kind of figured this out, but today I was really thinking on it. Like, and I really got real with myself. Like, I wouldn't have wanted me back then either. If I were my exes, I probably would have did me the same way because of the woman that I was. It doesn't make it right. It's just me being for real. It's just been all the way real. Because some people, some men are really that damaged as well to where they only know they don't know real love they don't even trust it 
and they only know how to use someone, take advantage of someone. That's what they consider love, quote unquote. They only know how to be halfway in and halfway out. And they're emotionally unavailable because of their own shit in, the, in their past. It's not you. It was never you. It's just that you trying to love someone like that, it raises red flags for them because they have trust issues and they don't know what to do with that. And so you're going to run into people like that. So all of it was really a learning experience. I said all that to say, if you're going through this shit right now, I want you to try to look on the brighter side and understand that a new you is going to evolve. A new you is going to emerge. A new better you is. All this is doing is trying to shape you. It's not trying to hurt you. Because how I see it is if you were put in that situation or put through that or tolerated that or whatever it was, if you were going through that, it was trying to awaken something in you that probably wasn't awakened before. But once you went through it and you're trying to work through it, you can't just fault and blame them all on them. If you stuck around and you tolerated it, Ask yourself why. Ask yourself how you cannot do that again. You know, start processing that instead of what they did and how they hurt you. Because you're never going to understand why they did what they did. You get, you can only understand why you did what you did. And so, honestly, that was my light at the end of the tunnel. A lot of people ask me, like, how did I heal from that? You've been through so much. How did you grow from that? I've been healing from the same thing for years now. I just don't know how to get over it. How did you do it? How did you do it? That's how I did it. I realized I stopped looking at it as that it was something sent to hurt me. I stopped. I took my ego out of it and I realized that it was something meant to really, really, really grow me and help me. I looked on the brighter side of it and took what I could from it and left the rest. I stopped trying to figure out if they ever really loved me. I stopped trying to figure out if I ever really meant anything to them. Because, to be honest, they probably don't even know. They probably didn't even know what I meant to them. They probably don't even... They, don't, they didn't know really shit about love. They're emotionally unavailable. So, it's like you trying to figure that out. You wondering that. It's just really you and your ego... And you're trying to make sense of it, make yourself feel better and not feel unworthy because you're letting that affect your worth. But I'm telling you, they probably don't even know what you meant to them. They may not care. It's just up in the air. Just let it go. Leave that alone. Leave those thoughts about that alone. And instead figure out why in the hell was I sticking around with someone that treated me this way? Why in the hell was I tolerating this? Get to the bottom of that. That's something you can figure out. And once you figure that out, you start to grow. And once you start to grow, you look back on that shit and you like, uh-uh, I can't believe I did that shit. And you look at it with new eyes. So, I'm telling you, that's how you get to that point. So, yeah, stop loving hard. That's straight up what I'm going to want to end it with. Stop loving hard. Stop feeling like that you got to do everything in a relationship to make it work. Stop feeling like that if it doesn't work, it's the end of your world. Stop with it. Just stop. 
Because what you're doing is you're bringing your past more than likely into this present self. And that's what's causing it for causing it to hurt you. That's what's causing it to this what's causing it to hurt you so bad. And this what's causing it for you to keep doing it. Because you keep trying to redo the past and heal through relationships and love. Which in a sense there's a part of you that does, but not in the sense of healing it to where you can make someone love you like you were trying to do in your past childhood with your parents. Even though you didn't know you were doing it. That's what it was. If you had parents that loved you conditionally. And so, I want you to just look at it like, logically like that. It takes a lot of weight off of you of feeling like you weren't good enough. Or that you're not good enough. Because, I just want to end with this. I love my damn self, y'all. Like, <laughs> I really do. And it took a while to get here. And I'm trying to word it in the best way I can because I want everyone to get to this point. But I really do. I really do like me a lot. I really do love me a lot. I'm always looking at my pictures and whatever I'm editing, like my videos, like, look at me. Like, yeah. And I feel like it's because I got to a point to where I stopped letting what happens to me on the outside or what other people do to me affect how I feel about me. I stopped letting it get to where it's like, oh, they hurt me because I'm not worthy, I'm not shit. And start looking at it as like, they dumb as hell to try to do that to me because I know I'm a good person. And, yeah, that's really the gist of it. <laughs> like, it's not conceit. It's not stuck up. It's not any of those things. And I just really fuck with me. And I didn't really in the past. I was trying to get men to love me so that I can then finally love myself. But... That just kept leaving me high and dry. So I got to the point to where I fuck with me. I love me a lot. I became the woman of my own dreams. And once I did all of that, it's like, your like, your love is just extra. I don't need you for that. If you want to give it to me because you're able to, great. If not, I'm all right. And I'm not even just saying that with men because I'm married. I'm saying just with people in general. Because, oh, let me not get on the deep end. That's another one. I was always getting on the deep end about boundaries and people cutting them off. And relationships with family or friends ending. and Or not being the same. And me feeling okay with that and not like, oh, I'm missing it. Because it's, let me not get on that. that maybe I make that my other podcast episode. Something about boundaries. I don't know. I have to think about it. I ain't gonna hold. Don't hold me to that because I like to have the content I'm gonna say already mapped up in my in my mind, so I can have enough to talk about and not just be stammering away. But anyway, I think that's all I got, y'all. Um, if I have anything extra, as you always know, it's on my Patreon. I post extra content and different podcasts on there, maybe like once a week if I get around to it. Um, but like I said, there are hundreds and hundreds of episodes on there already. 
that a lot of people go back and listen to, replay. You have access to a whole library of a whole lot of other stuff that I talked about that I feel like is really good. I'm not even bragging. A lot of people liked it. It's some of my older stuff on there is really good. So go back and check that out. If I have any extra, I feel like I do have some stuff extra on this because loving hard, y'all, is something that has a lot of us in a chokehold in my community with me and my girlfriends. It had a lot of us in a chokehold. It it did. And I want us to break free from that because love can be so easy. Love can be it's freedom. It's authentic when you can just love someone for who they are and not have to feel like you gotta love them into loving you or changing them. It's like you're just easily loving someone and it's easy because they're pouring into you back. It's not one sided. So it's like two people pouring into each other. And it's just growing and growing because it's like, I'm loving you here how you need, and I'm loving you how you need. Bam, we're getting all the love we need. It's just pouring, pouring back and forth. Like, if you see the hand movements, if you're listening, I'm doing like where it's just one person pouring to the other, other person pouring to the other. So you're never feeling depleted of the love. You never feel like you have to love hard because you have someone pouring right back into you when you're pouring your love out. It's not someone just loving, 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 loving. Because I love so hard. That's why I do this. That's why I put up with this. That's why I stick around. I love so hard. No. More than likely, you're codependent. Or more than likely, you're just comfortable with that situation. And you are afraid to leave. So you just stick around trying to make that work. Because you think, if I just love hard enough, I can make this work. But it's not going to. You're just going to lose yourself. So, yeah. But, extra content, one-on-one -on -one coaching on my Patreon, which is linked in the description. It's patreon.com slash girl. And, yeah. You can go on there, get one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do coaching calls. And I do the messenger coaching, where it's like texting and I talk to you back and forth. Which, most of this what everyone does. So, check that out. And check out my Instagram. I've been that girl. Two. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I got, girlfriends, for this episode. Until the next one, peace out.